Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people that went to the Gulf Coast this weekend, but didn't even see the ocean. And okay. this is Jaren. And this is TJ. So you was out on the Gulf Coast, huh? Yeah, uh, I had to go to Mississippi this weekend um, for a funeral. Okay, uh, sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, man, it was like my uh, great great aunt who passed away. You know, it okay. was unexpected, man. She was only ninety-seven, and so you know, nobody saw it coming. Okay. So it was very. What about you? Was, what, did you have hard. a premonition? It was very hard. Yeah. Nah, man, I didn't see it coming either. You know, so it it it, it hit me really hard. You know. Yeah, I can tell by the way you smile. Why does God it take him take him away so so soon? So young. She was ninety seven years young, bro? Yeah, man. My great grandmother, her sister, she she lived to be one on one. So Yeah. My my uh my great grandmother, she just turned a hundred last week. Okay. So y- y'all got them genes yeah. too. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it passes down. The my grandpa's seventy eight right now. So my grand grandpa, yeah. like I don't, I mean, he might have died like when they were still just black and white film like like I never seen a color picture oh. of him or nothing like the oh, he the only was probably picture, one of those who just didn't go to the doctor though. the only picture I've seen of him is like he still got like the uh, one of those like slick back kind of hairdos <laughs> like the Tony Curtis or whatever <laughs> like he got yo that's what was popping that's what was popping in the 50s though yeah or the is it the 50s or the 30s? I don't know what the t- what time period that is. Mm, it yeah, was definitely it might even the 30s, go back further but, than that. But it might go. Yeah. Well, the, the 20s right and the 30s, it. everybody's rocking the suits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they might have been slicking their hair back then. Yeah. So, man, we went all the way down there. Like I said, Gulf Coast. While they're having this hurricane, right? So. I'm looking at yeah, it. you driving to it. Yeah, I'm looking at it like, uh, we might not need to go to this thing. Um, but my mom, I went with my mother because she needed somebody to drive with her because it's 12 hours from here. And so yeah. she needed, to, you know, just better to have another driver with you. So I went ahead and went. And so then... It was. It turned out to be one of those things. It was like I said, I really didn't care to go, but you know, whatever. And so it turned out that I had the opportunity to put a lot of things into practice that we've discussed on the show. Did you? So, <clears throat> so um, even as um, most recently, I had the opportunity to decide if I wanted to take the high road or the low road on it many things yeah we just talked about that we just talked about that so like i said on the show um a couple of weeks ago my default is taking the high road <clears throat> on everything okay um which i'm kind of realizing i'm see i don't want to get into the discussion again but i'm not sure if taking a high road is necessarily or what i do is necessarily taking a high road as much as it is being passive yeah, I don't know if I, di- okay. I don't know if we discussed that. Uh, uh, we didn't talk about that specifically. As far as being, it being passive, but as I look back and as I was looking at the situations that I was in this weekend, I felt like it was more of me just being passive 
on a lot of things. Yeah. Just, okay. just basically not wanting to get into not even a conflict or, or yeah, sort. yeah, just the disagreement or having to um explain why I wanted to do something or whatever. So, you know, you go way down there and we we were there from where we were on this trip from what I think Thursday all the way through Sunday is what we were supposed to be there for. Thursday to yep. Monday, actually. And so we drove Thursday night, got up Friday, drove the rest of the way. And there were like little things that I wanted to do. So like on the way there, I saw like this, uh, they had like, don't you know the movie Disney Pixar's cars? They had real life cars that looked like those cars on the side of the road. And I was like, oh, that's okay. cool. You know, we drove past it and I was like, okay, let's set a marker for that to come back. When we come back, we'll take a picture of it. Yeah. You know, for the so the kids can see. Um, so let's just put a <clears throat> let's just put a pin in that for now because I'm gonna get back to that. And then uh of course the fight was this weekend. Oh yeah. And we'll talk about and, that a bit. And yeah, we'll talk about that today. Put a pin in that too. So uh, I started doing my research because I had asked my cousins, like, hey, you, like, y'all planning on watching the fight? Like, what are we going to do? Like, and so they were like, yeah, you know, you can watch it at, at the casino. I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. You know, that's better than nothing. And so I was you cool. get to see it and you don't have to pay $100. Right. And normally when I go out of town, I'm always looking for a cigar place. So I happened to find one. And then that one also happened to have the fight. Right. Dope. So did it cost anything to get in there? It cost nothing. So I decided to check them out. Um, I think that was Friday. Yeah, that was Friday. I checked them out just to see what it looked like and see what it was about. And, uh, we're going to put a pin in that too. As I, as I got to have like a interesting conversation, so we'll come back to all these okay. things. We got a lot of pins, man. So I checked. Yeah. Well, what are we going to talk about if we putting a pin in every damn thing? What are we talking we about? We putting pins in those things. And so, so fight night comes. Well, funeral comes and then, you know, funeral. <laughs> Did y'all eat good after the funeral? No, that's kind of shocking, actually. Uh, this is a down south uh, funeral. And the food was very, well, the food wasn't bad tasting, but it was very small amounts. It was somewhat mediocre compared to other uh, life events like that that I've gone to down there. So, Dog, it's probably because the storm is coming. They're like, I ain't giving y'all all my food. Yeah. I need to be prepared. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it was about giving <laughs> away the food. It was just they wanted people in and out. It was kind of like, as far as funerals go, like I kind of expected it to turn up. Oh, speaking of funerals, you want you want people to party at your shit, dog? Like when you go, so like if, when I go, I, I want people to that. eat good and have a good time. <clears throat> I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, the food has to be on point. Like, period. That's That's like priority for me right now. Like don't you know what? Don't let my funeral have bad food. No, doc, I'm gonna sit some money aside, and I want my shit catered. <clears throat> all right, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. hold on, whatever, whatever the popping food place is, whatever my favorite food place is at the time, I'm gonna cater that shit. Yeah. And you know what? It might be like a wedding, dog. I might have a guest list on that joint. So if you on the list, you get free food. 
But if you just show up, you might have to pay like, you know, ten, fifteen dollars because the food's gonna be on point. See, I don't know if I'll go as far as having a guest list, but again, <laughs> the food has to be on point. Like you said, it has to be all my favorite stuff. So, yeah, um, uh, that'll have to be definitely written into my uh, my will. So yeah, so food was whack. So yeah, don't fuck up my food. For Saturday night, Saturday night rolls around, and there was already some confusion. As far as I mean, because it was it started raining a bit, um, but it didn't rain long. I was kind of I thought I was like when it started raining, I was like, oh man, like here it comes, we about to be hit getting hit with a little bit of this hurricane weather. But it only yeah, rained with that Harvey. Yeah, it rained for maybe thirty minutes to an hour, and then it was gone. Okay, sun came back out, dried back up, and I heard some people was out in the pool. I don't know why we're in a swimming pool at a hotel. When there's a big old ocean just a couple miles away, but that's what no, we did. That's what we did. We just got in a hotel swimming pool. So anyway, um, realized like, oh, it's getting late. Let's start trying to figure out this uh, fight thing. So the cousins had came up with, oh, we got another cousin down here who's gonna have the fight. That's what I'm told. They they got the fight at their house. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have to be bothered by the smoky casino or any of this casino crap. Cool. I'll just go to this fight and watch the fight at the house. And as as we're getting closer, um, I'm with my mother at this point. And she calls and says, hey, did y'all get that working? The fight working? I'm like, what? What do you mean get it working? I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit. Here we go. So, my aunt actually had like, um, like the Amazon or not the Amazon, but the Android equivalent of a Fire Stick. Yep, had Cody on it. I guess, and so I guess they figured they could just click on live TV, pop up the fight, search Mayweather, and the fight will come on. Mm. Oh, you you can definitely you can definitely go live TV like on Sports Devil or something. Go to the fight, but. You might not get what you're looking for. Yeah, it's not that simple, apparently. It's not just cut it on and click it on. So nah, she sat nah. there. It was a search. So so she sat there for like an, like an hour or two, like probably two hours by the time it was all said and done, looking for, trying to figure out how to get this fight to come on. It's trying like. Trying to find a good link. It's like 30. Yeah, yeah, trying to find a good link. It's like 30 people in this house all waiting for her oh she set up a party she's telling people yeah. that it's finna go down yeah they set up a party <laughs> at this point so i threw out my plans to go to or my side plans to go to this cigar place yeah because we got it at the house the fight was gonna be at the house yeah why yeah bro two hours later nothing and i'm like so y'all missed a bunch of the undercard so we missed all right? the undercard stuff which man eh, you know, like I wasn't that into the fight anyway, but just for the culture, I needed to see it. And okay. so they were bringing in other fire sticks and switching HDMI cables and doing all this stuff, telling people to get off the Wi-Fi because they slowing that, slowing down the Internet connection. She was doing everything except for saying, I don't know what I'm doing. 
So time out though. Time out though. Real quick, real quick. How old is your aunt? Like what age group? Like is she like a young aunt? Nah. I mean, like fifty. Like 50 something. Dog, the fact that she, dog, the fact that she knows that the Wi-Fi is slowing down the streaming services, and she knows how to navigate through Cody. Shout out to her. Except she didn't. It's work, bro. Except she didn't. Oh, and you, then, well, you were saying she was telling people to get off Wi-Fi. Who, okay, who said but, th- that? but think about yeah, she did say get off of Wi-Fi, but. Like I don't, I don't believe everybody was on Wi-Fi. Like they had like one of those convoluted passwords. I doubt that people were on that Wi-Fi network. No, 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 no. I get it. It, it was an excuse. I got that. But the fact that she knew to oh, even to throw even that, that out there I, I, to put that connection together. She was looking. Yeah, that's true. But she's one of those. It was one of those situations where she knew enough to be dangerous. She thinks she can jailbreak oh, okay. these fire sticks and that kind of stuff. But really, ain't about that life for real. It's not a technical oh, person she, at all. Yeah, she, she finds a link that that tells you you just press the button and it'll do it. Now she knows how to do it. But really, if they don't have that link, and she slangs them in everything. She oh, sells. Okay. She sells. Yeah, because they got it fire so. Sticks. They got them so easy now. You can YouTube. Oh wait, I don't want to. I don't want to be branding it, but. <laughs> it's really easy to do nowadays the developers man they make it to where you can do it where you don't even need another device you used to need a computer and everything yeah. now you can do it straight from the fire tv or straight from the fire stick yeah 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 so so anyway so all right so she didn't know so what the she, hell she, she was, was doing. doing she but the problem i think that's okay right it's okay to not know what you're doing but yeah, but she didn't tell anybody. But she ain't say, know she I don't know what I'm doing. Like, my bad, y'all. I thought I could do this. I, I do it all the time at home. Something just ain't working. She could have said that, like, at least an hour in. So people can go and do something nah, else. Nah, dog. She's the fire stick pro, bro. Like, if she's slanging them, she's the guru. Like, people are coming back to her asking her how to use this device, bro. Yeah. So. And so. And they do, right? But in this case, she didn't know what she was doing and i'm looking at him i'm like damn let me go and pull up my phone and i'll just watch it on there like what i should have told him to do is like get somebody's laptop pull up facebook connect the hdmi cable to the tv in the in the laptop and that's how y'all about to watch this but definitely it was on facebook though oh yeah so i didn't i mean at that point i was pissed there was no seats i had to sit on the floor i was like you know what there's no reason for me to share my knowledge. I could I could save the day. <laughs> I have the power to save the day. But I'm just So you took the low road. <laughs> I feel like there's a law of power that allows me to do this. Okay. You know, not outshining the master. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, you got that. So I ain't wanna, you know, put her on the spot and you know, it, it and save the day, so I didn't. So we left. Yep. Touche. So Touché. we left. We left, and I ended up just uh, watching the whole thing on the Facebook. Some and so there was oh. plenty of people on Facebook who were had had their camera phone up, live, uh, live streaming the this the fight, but just like their phone just pointing at a TV. Yeah, because that's how that's how I watched it. Yeah. So. The wife told me that uh, her cousin was watching it because Cody wasn't working for me either. But I didn't promote that I can watch it on Cody. I know you didn't on have these, a whole party on these fights. 
<laughs> nah, nah. I know when you get to these fights, it's really hard. And when you do get a connection, it could be choppy. Yeah. It could be like it could be worse than 480i. It could be like pixelated, like really, really bad. It could be like that 360, bro. It could be bad. That shit was like the like Atari bad. <laughs> yeah, you just see, but it's like Minecraft. Yeah. You watching it? You watching no, like a Minecraft? Minecraft had more frames per second than what she was getting, but she did. She was able to connect to a couple of links. But um, so yeah, I watched it on my phone too. Yeah, so I watched it on Periscope, and yep, yep. people have it pointed at their TV, and that's what I did. That so. was good enough for me. And the next day, you can watch it in 1080p glory on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. You just need to see what happened for the culture, right? Yeah, exactly. So, all right, mission accomplished. So that's so how you I ended, did that. That's how I ended up watching the fight, man. Um, oh, so you didn't go to the cigar bar and watch it though? Nah, because it was just like then somebody would have to pick me up, or I would have to take the car, and then I had to pick somebody else up afterward. Um, and of course, everybody couldn't come with me to the cigar place because everybody doesn't smoke cigars. Nah, dog, that's when you tell them I got a run to make. I'll be right back. <laughs> you come back at <laughs> one o'clock. Yeah, be pissed. As Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> super bad. So anyway, Sunday comes along. We're supposed to leave, and like uh, I got a lot of cousins and family down there, right? And so okay, that's dope. Yeah, and so they were about six hours. They all live about six hours away from where we were in Mississippi. So we, okay. so my grandma came up with a great idea to everybody to leave at the same time and have a big eight car convoy going back going back where to clarksdale where they live it's clarksdale mississippi oh. six hours north of where we so were. like after the funeral or after the after fight the or after what this is, this, is, this is sunday oh, I said okay this is sunday the next morning oh yeah i got you so, next morning yep yep so i'm still trying to high road it i'm thinking like this is a terrible idea because we also discussed about, so let me back up, as far as like going on a trip with, with a lot of people and how you should plan things out, you should allot time for individual time and family time. And so everybody can do what they want to do. They didn't, yeah, do, sure. they didn't do that. I got to do nothing I wanted to do except for go to the cigar party at one time. But I call that taking the high road. But again, that might be just be being passive. Anyway. Back to Sunday, eight cars yep. deep, trying to keep up with eight cars is a mess. And especially sometimes they're driving too slow. Like, I'm trying to go like 80 the whole way, at least 80 the whole way <laughs> with cruise control. But sometimes they're going too fast, sometimes they're going too slow. And so, speed demon. So, we get back to that one place, right? So, remember, we put the pin in the cars. Um, cars right yeah for like the movie for cars the movie like cars, the cartoon right. movie cars so yeah. i knew the spot was coming up i'm like okay i'm about to take this picture and then it was like well i can't stop like i had planned on doing because there's eight cars that's gonna be wondering what's going on so i'm like hey, okay make them hey hey what, what did simmy's uh not simmy what did hakeem's dad say let them let them wait let them wait. <laughs> no, he was he was loud and powerful. Let them wait. Right. <laughs> should let their asses wait. So I, I should have, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to pull Straight off, off of coming and take, to America. I wanted to pull off and take good pictures, but again, 
high road Jaren is like, uh, I'm just going to try to drive and slow down a little bit, take the picture. Picture came okay. com- came out completely fucked up. Because you was rushing? Because I was driving and trying to take a picture at the same time. Oh, damn. So, okay. So one little damn thing I wanted to do out this whole trip, missed it. You could have did it, bro. I had it planned out. I took the I took the I, I took the time to figure out landmarks because they didn't have no mile markers or nothing. There wasn't really no signs. I was like, okay, when we pass the white barn with the red roof, it's coming up, and gotcha. it was a perfect landmark. Th- I knew it was coming. But no, what I'm saying is, is that so? Yeah, you had it landmarked out, but. You made plans for the future, not realizing that somebody else can make other plans and you allowed those plans to trump your plans. Because at the time, they're like, yeah, we're going to take a a 16 car convoy. You can be like, yeah, that's all cool and all. I'll do that with y'all. But just so you know, when the red barn with the right roof come up, I'm taking a picture. But you can't tell that to a 16 car convoy. You can't communicate that with them. Right. Especially now, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the the leader of you know oh. whoever came up with the bright idea to convoy, but like yeah, we can do that. But just so you know, I'm pulling off and I'm taking my picture when the white barn with the red roof yeah. come up, so or whatever it is. Yeah. So that was ruined. We were already running late because we had all these people with us. Um, I had plans to stop at this one barbecue place that I always stop at. Um, they ended up being closed. Missed it by like thirty Damn. minutes, and that was the thirty Damn, minutes. You was so that was close. the thirty minutes of bullshitting that we spent in the parking lot trying to get the convoy together. <laughs> the thirty minutes we spent at gas stations and trying to figure out if we was gonna eat at Golden Corral. Dog, I lost about Golden Corral. They, they don't got Golden Corrals where they live, so Golden Corral is like, oh, we gotta stop there, and it was jumping. Dog, I don't, I don't care if they ain't got them. Dog, we not eating in. We no skipped it. Hometown point, buffet or Golden Corral. At that point, I did use some influence to be like, okay, we about to just go ahead and keep going. Y'all trying to go to Golden Corral? So what you tell them? It's like we gonna so keep going. So how you do it? You tell them, man. Oh, okay. I thought you told me we ain't eating that bullshit. Like, like we trying to we trying to drive straight through because we is at that point I had decided I'm gonna drive all the way home. This trip has been so, so shitty that I just want to get back home. Because <laughs> I wasn't supposed to get home. When you make it to Clarksdale, you gonna hop in the car and just keep going. That's <laughs> exactly what we did. Drive my grandma off, <laughs> unloaded her stuff, and kept it moving. I used the bathroom and kept it straight on pushing, dude. Dog, do you? Do you realize that somebody had plans to go to Golden Corral and because you didn't get your car picture oh, no, or they your went. barbecue spot? Oh, they did go. They went. We left the convoy. Oh. We separated see, you could have did that for your car picture. It would have been odd because we would have just pulled off and they would have just been like, what's going on? Oh. You know, at the, we was, yeah. at the Golden Corral, it was at a parking lot and he was like, all right, see y'all later. Yeah. So Okay. So the moral of the story is stick to what you know. The whole time I'm thinking about the podcast, and I'm like, damn, I know what to do in this situation. We just talked about this I know shit. what to do yeah. in all of these situations. Why am I not doing it? Because I feel like I need to take the high road on everything. Yeah. Which is AKA the in this case mode. being passive. And so I'm yeah. I'm sacrificing my happiness for the greater good, allegedly. 
if it's even greater good because maybe they would have been cool with stopping at the car spot maybe somebody had to go use the restroom maybe they like cars and too. they did I don't know. they actually did stop shortly after that to use the restroom see so that's the thing so listeners check this out man do what you want to do at least make it known that you want to do it and see what the consensus is and then once people are moaning and groaning about stopping at the cars thing because they see it every day and they don't respect that you don't get a chance to see it every day and you want to take a picture you can have that debate after that or you can choose to go forward but if you don't say nothing at all you're gonna be pissed off and you're gonna drop your grandmama off with the car still rolling yeah. you're gonna push her out the car and you're gonna drive back home yeah. so we put a pin in the uh going to the cigar place right yeah so there there i found a place we put a thumbtack thumbtack right so i found a place in mississippi and me and my sister i was like okay let's go you know i found a spot let's go check it out i want to smoke a cigar but she is she was saying how she was stressed she wanted a black which is not a real cigar but she wanted like a black and mild and i'm like okay like well i definitely i brought cigars with me so like yeah i was expecting to find a cigar place so no no dog uh i was looking in the costco uh it was like a coupon book mm-hmm. and apparently they they market black and miles in costco they sell it by in bulk yeah and their cigars to costco they bro. still not real cigars <laughs> <laughs> it says cigar on the package how you gonna yeah. say it's not a cigar so so she said that it's because it's not it's not it's not <laughs> a, 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 a hand roll cigar is a hand roll cigar is just tobacco leaves. There's no paper on it. You know, there's no extra yeah. stuff. It's just tobacco leaves and water. In case you didn't know, that's all that's a cigar. I mean, that's all it makes up. Okay, so look at that. It's from the earth too, huh? Exactly. It really is. So anyway. Okay. So I found a spot and we're driving there. Oh, 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 before you go, before you go, before you go on. Did you see that video I sent you uh, on Instagram of R. Kelly with his cigar? I haven't. I didn't see it. Dog, you need to check that just real quick. We got the pin in the cigar spot, but you need to see this because I, I got a question for you since we're talking about cigars. I don't think. Oh, I but we, we, dang. We yeah. on Facebook Live. Damn. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk about it another time. All, <laughs> All right. right. So, um yeah so we 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 go to the place and we're driving up and it's just like all kinds of woods and stuff i'm like uh if it's looking kind of crazy we're just gonna leave but then it opened up and it became like a shopping plaza kind of spot i was like okay yeah well at least it's populated here and so we go in and there's like a black guy standing outside and he says okay. hi then we go in and there's a bunch of not a bunch but a good five did he say hi that's what he said was hi he said hey or whatever he said i don't know what the hell he said okay i'm just asking because it sounds like some get out shit but go ahead some grumble grumble kind of stuff and then there was like six oh, white okay. people inside the cigar lounge which isn't doesn't bother me at all because that's pretty much what it always yeah. is um, and that's Louis. all it was populated was those few white people or was it like six white people 10 black people or whatever it was just six white people it was just like seven people total. that's it like the six white people and okay. then the one black guy that doesn't bother me gotcha. one single bit um, that happens quite often in the cigar world so no big deal okay um, so get my cigar it's like going golfing exactly so I get my cigars and sitting down talk to my sister um, Kim Kim's been on the show uh, talking to Kim yeah. 
and the owner pops up and he's like so where are you guys from and kim answers uh hyde park the south side of chicago and he's like whoa that's a that's a rough place man i'm praying for those guys every every um, every day pray for that place every that's day that's pretty dope and it's like at least he cares well well first of all hyde park is not a dangerous place at all my sister probably lives like two blocks away from Obama. So it's probably okay. one of the safer places in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just heard he just heard he just heard Chicago. Yeah, he heard Southside and, and and flipped out. Yeah. He sir he heard Southside Shaquille go. But Chirac. So that got it <sighs> so that got it popping though. Because he was then like, Well, what do you guys feel about like the black on black violence there? Hmm. Interesting question. And so just to preface this, I'm in Mississippi with all white people and we're about to have a discussion about race. He just asked me about black on black crime. This was a surreal moment for me. Like I actually paused for a moment in the middle of this conversation to like take it in like. I can't believe this is happening. I'm having a race conversation. Yeah. Hey, hey. In Mississippi. That lets you know that shit is a little bit different than before, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not shocked about having a race. You know, I've had race conversations before with white people, but not down south, south of the Mason-Dixie line. Like, I, I haven't ever and 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 that. stranger, like... I've had race right. conversations with friends, right. with white friends, but just a stranger and then him ask that kind of question. Right. Interesting. So that means that he's intrigued. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to him. And so, for being intrigued. And so the guy, he starts talking about, well, first of all, I think it has something to do with his past. So a little bit about him. He's a, he's a cigar uh, shop owner now, but he said he was, he spent 10 years as a cop four years as a felon after that and then five years as a cigar shop owner <laughs> wait, wait 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 so he was a cop yeah and then he was a felon yeah and then he got his life together and opened the business right did you ask him about the backstory cop to felon because that path it's unprecedented. Mr. Obvious would have said that, but I don't know why I didn't ask because I was like in full. Oh, podcast. God damn. I was like man. in full podcast mode. I was into the conversation. And for some okay. reason, I felt like it would be improper to ask him. And then after that, it was like, damn, I should have asked. Like, of course, it's not improper. Somebody just told you they went to jail. The natural question would be why. But I think what was you in but for? I think I was trying to be polite, maybe. <laughs> Yep. And not ask. You kind of took the passive approach again, bro, because you ain't want to. Oh, know, I was passive. It sound was like full, you didn't want to ruffle his I was feathers. I full blown passive jam this weekend. Okay. I mean, I, I did engage him in this conversation. So he was saying stuff like, you know, black lives. Dog, wait, where's the fuck that shit, Jaren, though? Like, damn, that was a fuck that shit moment. Yo, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what the hell I think, happened? I don't, think, I don't really think that was appropriate. I still don't feel like it was necessarily appropriate to ask. I think he would have answered if I would have asked. Yeah. But there was like other people I mean, in there. It, but I'm sure they all knew him. But 
I mean, I didn't ask. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, okay. You know, All I right. just didn't. We'll ask. let that go. All right. So he started talking about Black Lives Matter. And it's getting really weird at this point because he's just hitting all the typical hot button topics. And he's like, Black Lives Matter, you know, what do you think of them? And he was, <laughs> and that's all he left it at. And I told him, like, I think they're good. You know, they, they sometimes get a bad rep from people, but I think the original um, purpose was good. Intent? Yeah, the original yeah. intent was yeah. good. And he was like, well, you know, let's take Chicago, for example. 93% of those people that get shot there is black on black crime. Why isn't Black Lives Matter saying anything about that? And me, I'm a, I've had this conversation before. I'm already prepared with the answer. A thousand times? Yeah. By, by the way, by the way, uh, Corporate Streets listeners, this is exactly why we talk about the stuff that we choose to talk about on the show is to prepare you for the conversation. You've already thought about it. You've heard my perspective, Jaren's perspective, our guest perspective, mm-hmm. your own perspective has now been solidified because you, you, you feel like you know what you feel about it because you've kind of talked it out with us right. without talking to us. And so when you go into this conversation, you can read somebody their rights or read them like a book. But go ahead. Right. Exactly. So I already have my canned response. I'm like, well, Black Lives Matter is there for it's about police violence against black people. That's what Black Lives Matter is. It's not about that's why they don't take on black on black violence. It's not that they don't give a fuck about it, but <laughs> that's not what they're focuses and then i used the again the canned example of just because you have a breast cancer raise doesn't mean you don't give a fuck about all other cancers you're not saying fuck aids because you got you know you're doing a breast cancer race you're just saying this is what you're focused on right now this is what affects the people that you love so right i already had a canned response shut him right on down He, he had no he had nothing to say about that okay so when you was talking to him about it when you gave him the cam response was it with the intent to shut him down like did you feel some kind of way when he asked that question or did you feel like you was kind of giving him information that he can take back to his friends when they have the conversation or at least open yeah yeah i felt like it was to educate him a little bit and to give him that other perspective, you know, a perspective outside of his down south Republican perspective or his Fox News perspective where they call, yep. you know, Black Lives Matter a terrorist group and that kind of stuff. And and thugs and crazy yeah. shit like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and so my like so I went there to enjoy a cigar, but it turned into, OK, I need to defend black people at this point. Yep. So I was in full blown, not defend. I wasn't defensive, but I was definitely defending um, in in the words I had to say. And so me and Kim basically just took turns, like answering his questions. And it was a full out thing. And he would he would always give this disclaimer. Now, this is a we, we, we speak freely here. Every time he was about to say something problematic. He'd be like, you know, now we don't we're not here to offend, but we just speak our mind here. 
and he would say stuff like basically how blacks are getting themselves shot by not following orders like with the police mm, okay you know. and you know of course and it's, e it's easy to have that viewpoint it's easy to have that viewpoint it's easy when you if, when if you, you want to look at what only the things you want to look at when you got blinders on you know so you yeah. look at author or Sterling. or or you might just be you might just be ignorant to it you might just because i had a similar conversation did we talk about it on the show when i was talking to my homeboy my homeboy steve yes i, believe, I don't remember if we talked about it on the we show we talked about it on the show or not i feel like we talked about we might have about but it. i had a similar conversation it was just me and him he's a white guy older white guy super cool owns his own business doing very well for himself taking care of his family as he should and we had similar conversation and he asked me pretty much the same question. He didn't ask me about black on black crime. He asked me about the use of the word nigger and why people use it that much and why is it okay for black people to use it, not okay for white people to use it. He did ask about what I thought about Black Lives Matter. And his view, just being a white guy, watching white guy TV, you know, maybe his Fox News or maybe talking to his white guy friends or whatever the case may be, he felt like, yeah, I understand that they have a cause. And by the way, I've been knowing this man for like nine years. I know the guy's not racist. He don't have a racist bone in his body. It's just the people that he's around and the stuff that he sees. And he said, uh, yeah, I know that they're, they're they're trying to be a good group and everything, but when they go around tearing up shit, like that's, that's not the way to get your point across. And to him, the news that he sees and the people that he talks to and the way that Fox News, Fox News um, gives the perspective of, you know, the way that they perceive and show black lives matter campaign they out there tearing up shit and so i couldn't be mad at his viewpoint and this and guy so this guy said the exact same thing too yeah and like, so you can't be you can't be mad at the viewpoint per se because when you're sitting in your house and you get all your news from your house there he's the guy i'm talking about is like 50 he's not young enough to be on instagram and seeing the coverage right from the people's phones and seeing what's going on for real for real well but what about after the fact like what are you looking at after the fact where you don't know that it's not black lives matter people that are going up and burning down walgreens you know it's it's yeah people that are rioting and then they just get lumped into being black lives matter whatever that but means. see do you really have a care if it's not like really related to you for real i mean i'm in california so my, my friend I'm talking about, he lives in California. He's from the Midwest. He's from Kansas. And, uh, and so he got out of the Midwest and he lives in California now doing very well for himself. And this is happening in Missouri. They're burning down Walgreens or whoever's doing whatever they're doing. He just hears that it happens, whether it's on the news or whether it's from his friend at work or whether it's from his next door neighbor that's white who got his news from probably another guy who got half the story, no context. I mean, and then they just pass the shit along. And if you don't really care about it, why would you go look for the real fact? You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, you care about it enough to to talk about it and have a discussion about it. And like, oh, come on. People, you can't say that, though. You can't sure say that's can say everything, it. though. Sure no, no, no. Well, it. you can you can definitely say it. But I'm saying that that'd be a skewed view, though, because it's like with everything. You don't need context anymore. You just hear you hear somebody talking at the at the coffee machine. No, and then. <laughs> not you not no you, I'm just, okay. that's what i'm saying though like there, a, there are a people person. there are people who hear people talking at the coffee machine and now they take that knowledge 
and they're masters, they're experts, and then they go tell somebody else like they read it themselves or they saw it themselves. Yeah, the other day, I just saw the other day. No, you didn't. You heard it so, at the damn coffee machine. So, so how many times do you have to run into a person like me and Kim where you get you're getting told that you're wrong? Right from the beginning, this guy was like, "Oh, you live in Hyde Park, Southside Hyde Park? Ooh, that's a rough area." And it's like, "No, it isn't." Right from the jump, we had we had to straighten him out. And then we had to take him on every single point and straighten this guy out. But what I'm so, saying uh, is... So how many times does that have to happen to you before you realize, like, hey, I have no business talking about this shit? Like, well, with look, North well, Korea, look. I went and researched this shit, whatever that means. I, I mean, I, I, I read articles, yeah, I watched Yeah, but you news. have a podcast. Huh? You have a podcast, though. I, so read, I, I, watched, I got into the, to the North Korea stuff way before. That was years ago when I watched that stuff on Vice. I watch it again now, but yeah. I had got heavy into it before the podcast was even a thought. Well, whatever reason you cared enough to do deeper research, you did it. What is the so? There's two things it's, here. When you I want to know South about the Sh- shit that I'm talking about. When you when you hear South Side Chicago, how is how is it portrayed on news rappers? You think about no matter where you are. each other. That's what they're portraying it as. So you can't be mad at the white man who well, thinks that as soon as you say Southside Chicago, savages are shooting each other. You can't be way, mad that he feels well, that way. Well, no, you can because the way he made it sound was as if he was familiar with the layout. Like he knew okay. what Chicago was. Right. Like he, like he knew he knew the neighborhoods is the way he Well, you know the game. He's a fake ass connoisseur then. <laughs> It could he be. act like he knew Chicago and he didn't. It could be, man. But don't do it. Like, like, there's a tip right there. Like, don't talk about the shit. Don't get into that heavy talk if you're not really certain. Yeah, if you ain't about that life, don't talk about that shit. Just or if and, you ain't about that life and you want to talk about that shit, you can ask. Like, isn't South South Chicago really rough down there? You live in you live right there. Wow, is yeah. it is it tough for you? And uh-huh. then you guys could have talked about that. Like Kim lives on the lake. <laughs> like it's basically <laughs> like I was able to walk to the lake from our house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> I don't know, man. It, I just feel like he, he it was good, though, I think, you know, he had his 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 uh, perceived, you know, uh, views about all these things. Yeah. His preconceived notion. We were able to let him know it doesn't work that way you informed him that's dope he was like like, i really think i i informed my friend too like he he had mentioned about (laughs) one of the funniest things he says about how like trump is turning this country around he's like i'm so happy that trump is turning this country around and i'm like well i didn't say nothing kim jumped right in on that and was like what has he done he's like well (laughs) he's lowered the unemployment rate i'm like and I was like, uh, I think Obama was already doing that. I'm pretty sure he had already lowered the, the unemployment rate. You know what? So right when you said, homie, made the comment that 93% of black people getting shot is black on black crime. That's the problem with these statistics, bro. Numbers don't lie, but people who use them do. And people will manipulate numbers and come up with numbers. And I don't know where he got that stat from. But I'm pretty sure I can go online right now, find his stat, and then find other stats that will totally uh, disintegrate his stat. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, even if, I mean, I could see that being true. Like, and then Kim is, and I don't know if she actually knew this number, but she just turned around because she's probably had this conversation before. She just turned around. It's like, well, 83% of white on white shooting or violence is, you know, well, 80% of white people of, get killed. Yeah. Is white, is white, on, white. on white. Yeah. So it was like the, the, the same thing. thing. The, the thing about stats, though, is, man, is that people get stats from anywhere nowadays dog i was having a conversation with a friend and she showed me like a um a picture which which are now called memes or it could have been no it was more of an infograph excuse me it was an infograph and it had stats on it uh but i had to tell her i don't know what the source was like i don't know if i can even trust that stat like where'd that stat come from and so you, you can get stats from anywhere nowadays. Any joke, I can hop online right now and say that forty six percent of black people, yada yada yada, and people will start saying that shit. Yeah, and that's whack, and that and it makes it hard. So a person spewing some number, I can't even. I don't even. It doesn't move me at all. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. In so in closing, I guess I actually walked away from that situation with the thought that that was a positive experience we i got to have an open conversation like i really didn't want to i just wanted to go enjoy my cigar i didn't want to have no heavy conversation but it went there and so that's what we did um but it was good you know it was no disrespect ever throughout the conversation like i said it was so it's such a surreal moment when I realized I'm having, you know, this conversation with Republicans in Mississippi. Like, that's I, dope. I, I didn't see that coming. So, so I, and, like, me and, and like Kim I said, both, we just like excited, like, wow, that just happened. Yeah. And it's a changing of the time, man. And although people are saying shit is getting worse and it's not getting better in a lot of ways, I can see why it's getting worse because it's so easy to portray hate and to um and to exuberate hate or emit hate because you can just do it from the comfort of your living room now you don't even have to go outside and do it no more right but at the same time there are people out there who do want to know more and they yeah. don't get opportunities all the time to ask those questions for some reason you made him feel comfortable enough to have that kind of question if he was going down and saw a dude with dreads on the street he might not have felt as comfortable yeah. to ask that and he just would have portrayed him as a savage potentially right and i respect and that so, man like him just wanting to have that exchange yeah so that's super dope i respect that yeah. there are white people out there nowadays all races for that matter i got my asian friends asking me questions because they want to know more and they feel like i'm a good source to ask so i respect that and that that white guy that cigar lounge owner cigar bar owner whatever you call him um he wanted to know enough to ask you and he felt comfortable with you to ask and he cared enough to ask so shout out to him man yep, he's the got, real mvp this week we got free drinks discount on cigars it was all good damn all right yeah. so i said i missed the fight you know well, i didn't get to watch it the way i wanted to do though but i did get to watch it you sounds like you watched it the same way i did right yeah, I watched on, it on, on, the, I got a on your phone it. on Facebook or on no, Periscope so actually, or whatever. Actually, it was on Periscope. Well, let me put y'all on system game just in case you don't know. I got Google Chrome, so I pulled it up on Periscope on my computer. I have a um, 
I have a Chrome. Is it a Chromecast? No, you Chrome. That's a verb to Chromecast. Anyway, I got a Google Chrome little device, and I Chromecasted it from my computer screen to the TV, so I was able to watch it large. Um, it was better than Minecraft, but it wasn't 1080 at all. Right. But I so got to see everything so you, clearly. So you're watching on your TV. Yeah. Somebody's cell phone recording yeah. of this fight. <laughs> right. You know so what? So the one I watched, the one I watched, they were like at a party. Or they were like at a lounge or something. It was actually in St. Louis. The guy was in St. Louis. Oh, straight up? Yeah. One thing I respect about the homie who was streaming in on Periscope from where I from where I was, uh, they were doing the best that they could to be quiet. Like they were whispering and shit. Right. Like they were trying not to make noise. They actually had the customer in mind. We were the customer. Where was he? And we weren't paying him a dime. Uh, they were in like like what like like what kind of establishment was he at? At home or was no? They was at the crib. They was at the okay. crib with the big oh, okay. screen. So it wasn't yeah. a lot of people there? Or? Are they called big screens anymore? Like a 55-inch ain't even... Yeah, my bad. Uh-huh. I said big screen. Uh, they had like a 55-inch or something. Did, did they have people there? Or was it just him watching? Or? Nah, it, I, I heard talking in the background like really light. It seemed like it was only two people. Like two people were wow. whispering to each other. See, the, the guy I watched, he was in a room full of people. They were yelling, screaming at the TV. Like it was like you were at a fight party. Oh, so did they just go on Facebook Live and... And just yeah. show what they had. Yeah, exactly. Damn, Sharon is Karen. Shout out to yo. He's the real MVP too, for like sharing what he bought. Right. Because right. he got the right to. Right. He got so, the right to do that. So how many people were in your uh, broadcast at his peak? Do you like twenty eight hundred. This guy got up to three hundred thousand. On Facebook Live. On Facebook Live. <laughs> Like, I remember saying it was 200, then I was looking, I, I kept looking at his views, and at one point, it got up to 300,000. I thought I was doing a bit, but you know what? It was like 50 different periscopes you could look at. Yeah. I'm sure Facebook Live didn't have as many, but you know what, though? If he would have did Instagram Live, he might have got a few follows out of that, dog. He probably could have picked up 2,000 follows out of that. You don't really care about all yeah. the friends you get on Facebook. And that guy, he was some kind of rapper, so he started trying to promote his struggle raps after then fight was over oh he was struggle rapping yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to him for giving it the fight for free i ain't, I ain't trying to do something that bad. yo did you did you listen to any tracks i Look, didn't you, even you follow wa- him i don't even know if the link still exists i have no idea doc so he shared a hundred dollars with you and you couldn't listen to two minutes of struggle rap he ain't pay a hundred dollars he was at a party. He was like, a, he was a, at some kind of lounge or something. Oh, it wasn't even his shit. No, I thought he was like throwing the party. No. Oh, fuck him then. <laughs> no, even if he was, I don't think he was. I'm pretty sure he was. Or not fuck party. him. Fuck his struggle raps. He's the real MVP. He's the real MVP for because sharing. I'm sure the people who paid to get in there were probably pissed. Oh, you know what? Now I think about it. No, 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 no. He ain't the real MVP. He didn't share what he purchased. He stole it and like gave it away. Yeah. That was pirated. To everybody else who who didn't. Like No, that's pirated. Oh hell no. Nah. He lame as hell. And I ain't listening to your struggle raps either. Shout out to Jaren for not listening to his struggle rap. Hell no. Nah. So do we do we care to talk about this actual fight or uh, we can make it real quick. It ain't got to be long. So Conor, Conor McGregor took that L as it was expected. Like, what do we expect this guy to do, man? Right. I mean, I expected him to Floyd put Mayweather, up. 
a little better of a fight, which I think he did decent. I mean, he took Floyd Mayweather to 10 rounds. Who, I mean, can it, anybody do that? I know I couldn't. No, no, me and you couldn't. But, I mean, Conor McGregor is a beast of a fighter. He's just not a boxer. Right. Like, I say, like, people in the world, you can you can literally do anything you want to do, people. Like, that is a real statement. If you take the time to learn how to do it, you can do it. Like, I went to school to do something different. If I wanted to be a mechanic, I could be a mechanic. If I wanted to be an HVAC tech, I could be an HVAC tech. I just didn't spend my time learning how to do that. You know what I'm saying? And so if Conor McGregor spent his time learning how to box, he could definitely be a boxer. But instead, he learned how to be an MMA fighter. And he learned a lot of different styles. So that's what he does. But and I so, guess most people were just saying that how he was just going to get just mopped up. Like it was going to be no contest. Uh, but it really wasn't a contest, though. Like, I feel like that he, was somewhat true. Like I was watching from a perspective of like I could see the technical workings of it. Even though I'm not that big into like boxing, but I do know, you know, when somebody's not being dominant, and then I could yeah. tell, you know, knowing that Floyd was to be the best defensive. Like I could see that he wasn't putting any big hits on Floyd. You know, and Floyd was kind of hitting him whenever he wanted. Yeah, definitely. And that became more evident as the fight got closer and closer to the end. Dude, so check this out, though. I said every time I talk about a Mayweather fight, this is just something I've observed in like the last eight to ten Mayweather fights. The guy doesn't punch for the first four to five rounds. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what he, he did. He sits there. Time. Yeah, he sits there and waits. He lets you punch yourself. T I don't understand. Like, why nobody's catching on to this shit? He sits there and lets you punch yourself. I think I said it on the podcast, but he lets you punch yourself tired. And then after round four or five, that's when he actually starts punching back. Because he's energized because he really didn't throw any punches. So, I'm me. I got stats. Okay? So, check this out. Let's see here. First round, Mayweather threw two jabs. Second round, two jabs. Third round, two jabs. He landed one in each of those rounds, so he was 50%. Fourth round, three jabs. Let's see. Uh, power punches. First round, he threw four. He was one for four. Second round, he threw eight. Third round, he threw 10. Fourth round, he threw 28 power punches. Fifth round, 23. Sixth round, 28. Seventh round, 44 power punches. Like, he just, he hangs out the first few rounds. Like, why don't people know this? Right. So... At the end of the day, stats-wise, I mean, it was clear. McGregor, total punches thrown, he was 26%. He was 111 punches uh, that he connected with out of 430 he threw. Mayweather, he only threw 320, but he landed 170. He was 53%. And power punches, Mayweather was 58%. He was 152 for 261. And your boy McGregor, he threw 332 power punches and landed uh, 84 of them. He landed less than 100. He was 25%. And so, I mean, it was a clear beatdown. And if you look at any of Mayweather's fights, he's not knocking nobody out. So we knew that. Well, I want to say I said that on the podcast. He's not going to knock him out. We knew that. He doesn't knock anybody out. McGregor gets knee to the face for a living. So I knew he wasn't going to knock him out. All right. Um, it was a technical knockout, but I mean, it came although, like an actual. Although people were saying that, though. That's what I'm saying. They don't watch like, boxing for real. Like, 
my real boxing watching friends they knew better than that this is just people being emotional saying that oh man mcgregor is gonna get knocked out by mayweather and now that we're on the topic i feel like this was reminiscent of the oj simpson trial in the sense that when i was in seventh grade was we in seventh or eighth grade i think we was in seventh grade uh eighth grade might have been eighth grade i don't think yeah oj simpson okay yeah i think it was in eighth grade when we was in eighth grade i remember very vividly the teacher said and why she asking fucking eighth graders i don't know do you think oj did it everybody that thinks that oj did it stand over here everybody who think that oj didn't do it stand over here and what basically what this? it turned into what, uh, what i forget was it wasn't this teacher wasn't special they weren't memorable i don't what know who it was, was it? i feel like it was i feel like it was like did we have like a uh, like an enrichment class in eighth grade like it was a pro type class i feel like it was a pro type class like yeah, an enrichment pro, class yeah yeah okay so i feel like it was like an extension of pro like pro was dope when we was in you know elementary school but it was kind of whack when we was it in got there. whack in middle school yeah yeah it got whack, whack in middle school but it was a pro type class so i don't remember the teacher because we didn't see her all the time right, it was an enrichment right. class okay it was for gifted students supposedly and so basically i was it definitely was, gifted I'm just saying. <laughs> it was a lot of people who was in there that wasn't that gifted. But anyway, it basically turned into all the black kids stand over here because they think OJ didn't do it. And all the white kids stand over here because they think OJ did do it. And it was simply based on I'm a ride for the black guy. They're going to ride for the white guy. We didn't know anything about the case collectively. None of us knew what the hell was going on. We just knew a black guy was accused and he was a football player and he was a star and he was supposed to be dope. And so okay. I feel like this fight is the same thing. Mayweather was a black guy. McGregor was a white guy. And I mean, he is coming into boxing and that's Mayweather sport because I don't think black people would have rolled for Mayweather getting into MMA. I, I don't right. think they would have rolled. But uh, it was very emotional. It was very racially charged. I knew a lot of white people who was saying that McGregor was going to win, which would just sounded idiotic. Mayweather's been boxing. You helped me realize this, Jaren. Mayweather's been boxing longer than McGregor has been alive. He's been boxing for like four to five years longer than McGregor has even been alive. Right. There was no way he was going to win that fight. So, anyway. Well, think about like movies like The Great White Hope and then... In the 90s, the great white hype. Yep. It played out exactly the same as those movies. <laughs> in great white hype, it had, um, was it Damon Wayans as the, as the boxer? Yep. The black, the black old retired boxer. He had like a big old gut by the time it was time to fight and stuff. Yeah. But he was still like a beast of a boxer. And he beat up the white guy. Like all the white guys were, like the white people were going for the white guy, black people going for the black guy. And it was pretty much the exact same thing. Is that a prophecy? I that's think kind of that's a just, prophecy. I think that's just a typical way that combative sports are. Especially boxing. <laughs> MMA, you, they kind of cross lines, I think. When somebody's like a beast, like, so you gotta, well, I don't want to say John Bones Jones because he's he's juicing. But <laughs> John Bones oh, Jones. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. What's, what's homie? Um, yeah, Anderson, Anderson Silva. Silva. Yeah, Anderson you had Silva. Chuck Liddell. I mean, like, 
it's all kinds of people who cross that line, you know, and, you know, there is no racial. Well, actually, with Anderson Silva, they was hoping for his downfall for quite some time, too. Definitely. You know, I think that happened to anybody that's been on. He was flashy. It was it was about him being flashy is what they didn't like. Yeah, I mean, but that happens to everybody who's on. First, they love you, then they hate you, then they love you again. Right. And so I think people love Anderson Silva. He's not. He's not fighting no more, right? Didn't he retire? I'm not sure if he's retired, but oh, um, I mean, he took. But he took um, a couple at, L's after he took those couple L's, he stopped fighting as much. And I think people love him now that he's not boxing. But when you're on top, man, no matter who you are, no matter what the race is, people are gonna hate you. People hate who you are when you're on top. Exactly. If, if you if you ride for a little while, and we talked about that on the podcast about being too perfect. Yeah, being too perfect. And, exactly. And Floyd has that perfect record, but. As so people naturally want to see his downfall. You know, I thought it was interesting. He's, he's, he's not likable either, though. Just playing simply. He is likable now. In his older age, he's he's super dope. He did nothing but give. So I meant I to talk so. to you about this. I meant to talk. Did you did you see the end when he when he gave his little when they talked yeah. to him? Yeah. Dog, yeah. he gave McGregor nothing but compliments. He didn't yeah, shit on him in any way, huh? Yeah, nothing but love. Nothing but love, right? He gave the fans a bunch of love. Nothing but compliments. But McGregor gets on there, and he's like the young version of Floyd, but he does it a lot better, though. First of all, that's another thing. McGregor won the shit-talking game. He's better than he's better than Floyd Mayweather at talking shit for Floyd's whole career. If you add everything up that Floyd did, McGregor is better in just two short years, three short years, whatever. McGregor's much better at talking shit. But anyway, McGregor gets on there and he says some shit like, I may, I turned him into a Mexican. I don't even know what he was talking about. Did you hear that statement? I didn't see that. So I saw some like low budget behind the scenes uh, interview. And no, it, he was he didn't say nothing bad on there. He was just like, man, you know, he was he was really good. He 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 was very complimentary. I don't know. Nah, man. He I was he was talking, talking trash. About. He was talking trash right after the fight. He was like, I don't know why the ref stopped it. He should have just let it keep going. There's like, nothing wrong with dude. saying that. Huh? There's nothing wrong with saying that. He Like he, he said, he said, like, like, like. To no, hold on. I didn't finish, stoppage? though. I didn't finish, though. I didn't finish. I think I forgot if it was before or after, but he was saying, yeah, Floyd, he says something like Floyd doesn't punch that hard. And he's not mm-hmm. as fast as I thought. Or he he was saying some things that were disparaging comments against Floyd Mayweather after Floyd Mayweather complimented his speed and he was a good fighter and all this stuff. Conor McGregor was still in shit talking mode, which is cool because he probably just made like a cool thirty million or more. I think they said a hundred. I think oh, they okay. said he got a hundred. But I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like he didn't hit as hard because every all his opponents say he doesn't hit as he doesn't hit that hard. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? The one who got sucker punched by him a couple years ago. Oh yeah, I forgot it. Dude, Ortiz. Like, is anybody think, gonna remember him? I think Ortiz. Right. Maybe. Sure. He, if you say he so. said he said he can't crack an egg. He said he sat there and let him punch him with four straight rights, and it didn't phase him at all. That's not true. That's not true. What? He said it didn't. He said he him. said he didn't. He fell down and couldn't get up. It was a knockout. He can't say what? that. It, he got knocked out. That punch. He wasn't. He, he wasn't in a. He wasn't in a protection mode when that happened. What's not true that he didn't take four punches? He said he did. 
This is in the in the no. midst of the fight. And All so I'm saying is, is he and took so a punch? if somebody sucker punches you and you're not like there's certain things you do as a fighter no, to wait. be able to take a punch. Okay. If he sucker punches you, which are no, you, that's are not you a, arguing that's not that a, he, that's not a sucker that that's the wrong terminology, dog. Like if you put your hand out in the middle of a boxing match and I punch you in your face, that's not a sucker punch. If I say here, come okay, give me not, a hug. We're not. We're not. You okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're not. We're not arguing that point. What what okay. I'm saying is he was not prepared and he was not in a fighting mode when that happened. Okay. And now he got I understand. Hit, protect yourself he, at all times. You're supposed to protect yourself at all times, but anybody can get hit and not be ready for it and go down. That that's true. You can go but knock down a 300 pound, six foot eight man. If he's not ready and knock but, him out, but you can't, you can't tell me I can't crack an egg if I hit you and you didn't get up. I would tell my son, my three year old, he didn't my four year old, while he was defending himself. It don't matter. You said I How can't crack matter? an egg. You said that I, I don't hit hard. It shouldn't matter when I hit you. I don't hit hard. Everybody says he doesn't hit hard. It's not just that's the cool. Guy who he knocked him okay. out. Who, who, so, who he so, knocked so out check while it. he wasn't ready. I got you. It so we're not we're not debate we're not even debating that. The whole purpose of me bringing this up was you were saying that Floyd isn't a likable. He's not really a likable person, and, and I don't I'm just saying still that. Believe he is. I'm saying that in his adult career, in his older career, the last seven to ten years, he's been different since Money Wayweather. Pretty boy Floyd was was a jerk. He was a dick, but the older Floyd Mayweather, he's he's usually politically correct. He's really nice about it normally. After the fights, he's very gracious and all that good stuff. So I don't know how he's not likable now. I didn't see it. I saw that he was very likable after the fight. He's still flashing his money and stuff. and Not during the fight. But what still, are you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm talking about, I was, that's my whole fucking point. I said I don't like him outside the ring. Oh, okay. Like, it's, it's not, it's not, I don't give a fuck about him fight. I'm not talking about in the ring. I'm talking about his out the ring antics. He's an asshole, plain and simple. You said flashing money. Half of these new guys you asking me to listen to, black youngster, all these young dumbasses, they flash money. Uh, the, the dude threw like $100,000 in a shower for no I'm reason. I'm you to like him. I'm, okay, first of all, black youngster, I've never said listen to him. I, I've never even listened to him before. Okay, but, maybe I'm mixing them up. What's the other one? Young Dolph, uh, my bad. Young I actually Dolph. did listen to, yeah, I probably said Young Dolph before. Yeah, Young Dolph. So Black Youngster, no, no, no. Black Youngster was the one who threw it. Young but Dolph, I ain't seen I, I always say he's, that about rappers too. I say, uh, there's a plenty of rappers I say I don't like them as, as people, but I fuck with their music or I like them as people and then I then in turn start listening to their music. Okay. Young Dolph ain't, ain't no asshole when it comes to that kind of stuff. At least I haven't seen it. I haven't looked at a lot of his videos, but like his interviews, he's cool. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of not liking but, shit, mm-hmm. speaking of not liking shit, there's some shit that I didn't like. So the other day, um, I had some stuff going on at work. We were supposed to do uh, bi-weekly updates, okay? And some guy goes and breaks that rule and he throws a weekly update and i'm like yo let me make sure i know what bi-weekly means before i go and correct this guy and so because i know there's a bi-weekly there's a semi-weekly bi-monthly semi-monthly bi-annual semi-annual i go to the dictionary the shit says you know what what does bi-weekly mean to you every other week okay every two weeks i mean that's it that's a fair that's 
Yeah, that that's a fair that's a fair thought. What's the dictionary? Are you looking for a Fortnite? I don't know what you. <laughs> no. Oh, actually, this conversation turned into knowing what a Fortnite was. So I learned what that was yeah, too. If you don't days. know what a Fortnite is, go look it up. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and do you know why it's called a Fortnite? I don't. Well, yeah, because uh, it's short for fourteen. <laughs> it's just short for. Oh, is that it's it? A Fortnite. Okay. Yeah, okay. I thought Fortnite was just some military thing, but anyway. Uh, I go to the dictionary to find out what bi-weekly means. Just, you know, just make sure I'm using the words right. The dictionary meaning one says occurring twice a week. Meaning two is occurring every two weeks. Why the fuck would you have two separate meanings for one word? Go look it up. Really? Listeners, go look it up. Bi-weekly means occurring once a week or occurring every two weeks. Biannually means occurring once a year or, or, or excuse me, occurring twice a year or occurring every two years. That's what Miriam says, bro. Can you believe that shit? Wait a minute. So <laughs> biweekly means, what was that first one? Occurring twice a week. So two times in a week. It's biweekly. It happens two times. Bi is two. Happens two times in a week. Bi-weekly means it happens two times in a week. Yeah. Or, meaning two, is occurring every two weeks. So, depending on what you want it to is mean. Is it like so where you, you put the hyphen or something? Like, I don't, I'm trying to figure no, out. No, like, it has be? two meanings. So, depending on what you're doing that day and you send that email or whatever you're doing, you're like, yeah, bi-weekly. And, I mean, it's, it's nebulous at that point. You're nobody being, nobody's you're gonna, being ambiguous nobody's gonna take it as happening twice a week i don't i don't think so i, I don't think so what do you think people are if you say bi-annually people think it happens two times a year there are people who think it's two times a year we're not talking about annually we're talking about bi-weekly no, but but when you use by, you take the same logic and say, when oh, you, no, 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 no. When you say bi-weekly, what do you call it? What are you, are you talking I'm about saying, twice a week? Look, this is the whole purpose. This is why I went to look it up to make sure that I was using, because I remember there was a thing where I was like, okay, semi-weekly means um, twice a week and bi-weekly means every two weeks. And I knew semi mean one thing, bi means another thing. I went to the dictionary just to make sure I was still on point, and it meant both of them shits. And that it it just it what made I'm me pissed. In normal nomen like in normal speaking, in normal vernacular, I think it's pretty accepted amongst most people that bi weekly is meaning every other week. So the whole purpose of me bringing it up, this is why English is hard because the shit is stupid. Because if I came over here and I'm trying to speak your language and I'm talking about bi-weekly and I mean twice a week, you looking at me like I'm dumb. But English is dumb because words mean things. We actually have semi-weekly already. We don't need bi-weekly to mean twice a week. We have semi-weekly. Why can't we just say twice a week? Or you can say that. I'm saying because it's a word that's supposed to mean something. I mean, you can say twice a week. I mean, it's more of a phrase. There's a but there's a word for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but it's Actually. a word for it though, and 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 
it just really made me feel some kind of way that English is hard for no reason. And it made me think of shit like homonyms and homophones. Like, why is red and red, R-E-D, the color, and R-E-A-D, why do they sound the same? Okay, fine, they sound the same. But tell me this. Why does read and red spell the same? And depending on what you're talking about, it means something different. I'm going to take a guess. And this is based off of nothing other than just a guess. Is it because we have like Queens English and then we have the United States type of English? So when you combine the two and then you have all these. Well, that's just the two. But then you have all other kinds of influences on our language. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of influences. That, and that, that also, you know, changes things a bit. Like, yeah. Like, and, and, in, in reality, nigga and nigger is the same thing, right? But right. to United States English-speaking people, those are two separate things. They mean two different things. They do. So but, uh, let me but see. But we we know it's just just being pronounced differently, and it's really the same damn thing. So though that would be nigger and nigger are uh, are hetero. Oh no, well no no no, they're different because nigger and nigger they 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 spell they're spelled different too. So those are different words actually. Oh, it's but just, they it's but just they mean being spoken different uh, is really what it is. Yeah, but they're they're also spelled differently too. So there are a bunch of that's because they're so spoken differently. There's like, homonyms, homographs, homophones, heteronyms, heterographs, and capital names and synonyms and cinephones. Like, there's a bunch of different things. Like think and about so, saying here and in her. Like it's the same word. We just pronounce it differently. It's the same thing as nigga. Ah, uh, the thing is that's a dialect thing though. That's different. I I'm talking about nigga and nigger started off as a dialect thing. Yeah, it did, but then it turned into a meaning thing. Down, so how does words morph? You know what I'm saying? That's that's an English language thing. Yo, oh yeah, that's why English is. This is this is my beef with English. This is why I'm pissed, and this is why English is so hard. Like you said, English is morphing by the day. It's morphing by the day. We add new words and change words all the time, and. It's cool. I mean, you know, when something new pops up, I mean, iPhone or podcast, podcast wasn't around 100 years ago. So you got to create a word for it. I get that. That's cool. But to take a word just because a bunch of people use it and they're using it wrong, because that's what happened with the biweekly shit. There's like, oh, bi means two weekly, two times a week. That's what it means. And since so many people did the shit wrong, they're like, well fine we'll put in a dictionary it means that too and that's what makes like, english hard i'm thinking like they ask you a question like do you get paid bi-weekly they're not they obviously aren't talking about do you get paid twice a week they're asking no nah. get paid every next damn week. job i go to they tell me they their bi-weekly pay i'm be like so we get paid twice a week straight up that's dope i'm like they gonna look at you like this dumbass <laughs> nigga like like, like <laughs> we get paid by we get paid two times a week Damn, I love this job already. And I'm about to tell him, oh, oh, it's, it's, it's every other week. If somebody said biannually to me, I feel like I would default to thinking that meant every other year. Yeah, but it means every other year or it can also mean twice a year. Bicentennial. That is two centennials. Yeah. 200 
or does it mean two times within the centennial? Is it every two centennials it, or two times within the centennial? No, bicentennial quarter is is nineteen seventy or seventeen seventy six to nineteen seventy six, two hundred years. Yeah, well, go tell Miriam that and all the other dictionaries like them. So <laughs> Webster, and that's like it. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's my beef, man. That that's definitely my beef. So check it. You, so just real quick, real quick. So you got you got the homographs, right? Homographs have different meanings, the same spelling and the same pronunciation. Like bark, okay? Bark like a dog barks or the bark of a tree. Same spelling, same pronunciation, different meanings. Why? Why the fuck? Why? Find another word. Just find another word. Maybe, you don't maybe have it was to have an this. Indian word. Bark was like the word that they used for a dog's noise. And then the English word was bark, which was the tree. For the tree. Yeah, I get that. That's cool. I don't know. But you I, know what? I don't know what happens. Be be consistent, man. Just like this is this is why English is so hard. And then we got the nerve to be arrogant enough to want our language to be the one that's dominating the damn world. We want everybody to learn our hard language where R-E-A-D sounds like R-E-D, but when you read R-E-A-D, it depends on if you read it or if you read it. Duh, come on, man. That's just dumb. And then you got shows like The Read where you can read somebody, but then you use it in the past tense. You read them. There you go. It's The Red. I'm about to go listen to The Red. No, you about to read somebody. <laughs> and then after you're done reading them, you've read them. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you got the, the you know, you got the two two and twos and you got the there, there and theirs, right? Why? You don't I don't know, man. It's just English is hard for no fucking reason. Is it? No reason. I, I seem to be do okay way. with it most of most days. Well thank God <laughs> you was raised with it. For the last thirty-four years of your life, but what'd you just say? Would you just say if you like? Why would people care about some shit that's not affecting them? Yeah. So, so I, guess. I guess it's I not mean, hard but to me, it's not hard. It's like people having to learn the language and it being hard. I don't care because I don't have to learn the language. <laughs> that's true because you got it down. You was yeah. in Mrs. Dow's in, uh, English class or Miss Dow. Right. You was in Miss Dow's English class, so yeah. you you got the. N four wait N four North wait and shit, I used to I'm getting old, bro. And or nor four button yet. So there you go. Conjunction. And don't and don't end the sentence with a preposition. With the preposition, boom. But as I grew older, I found out there's some cases you can. But that's probably just because English is stupid and it changes. And you know, 15 years later, they let you do what you want to do. And or nor four button yet. So. Shout out to Miss Dow. <laughs> All right, dog. We closing. You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. All right, that's what's up. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you're listening to us, and we appreciate that. Check this out. Jaren and I have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. Go check it out. Man, we are on. We about to do Law 47 of the 48 laws of power we about to be done with this joint it's a book that we're reading by the og robert green and we're just trying to read it and just to give you a different interpretation from what the book is giving you 
and um, just trying to explain it better and make it interesting. It's a, we listen to the audio book. Feel free to go get that or you can go get that the uh, hard copy or you can go get you the I don't know, the PDF version, whatever you listen to. But go check it out, man. It's 2017. You need to invest in your life. All right. And you can email us at the streets at gmail.com. If you need help handling the situation, check us out. We are the advice kind of source. You can email us. You can Facebook us. Do whatever you need to do. The Corporate Streets. You can hit us on Twitter. Our handle is at Corp Streets. That's Streets with a Z. You know what it is. You know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets podcast. This is the podcast for people who don't mind going to L.A., Vegas, Miami, ATL, D.C. to donate to young ladies' college educations. So they better put their money to good use and donate to a foundation supporting the hurricane crisis in Houston and the surrounding cities. Peace. If you can make it rain on those dancers, you better use that same energy and make it rain on the Red Cross to help the people in Houston, bro. Why? It's a hurricane. Tell me what charity to give to. No, dog. Help people, dog. Help people. I just explained, like... The breast cancer thing, though, just because you you support breast cancer, don't mean you say fuck all other cancers. No, just because you're right. I support a stripper. I didn't say nobody say said F. Nobody <laughs> said F the people in Houston. I know that. But look, if you can make it rain on these strippers, make it rain on the Red Cross, help the people in Houston. That's if you're a decent human being. You would do something like that, okay? Help people that are in need, cause it could be you. I guess. Man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Prayers to those people in Houston. We out.